This episode is brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ advocates for a health conscious lifestyle and have used science and data to fight for lower rates on life insurance for the health conscious, including cyclists. Many cyclists don't realize that they can get lower rates on life insurance due to their healthy lifestyle. Right now, our listeners can get a free life insurance quote by going to healthiq.com slash speedmetalcycling. Again, that is healthiq.com slash speedmetalcycling. episode 151 of the speed metal cycling podcast brought to you by our friends at health iq and you should check them out healthiq.com slash speed metal cycling did i say it was episode 151 well it is and there you have it and joining me today are mr mike spriggs how are you doing mike Better than better than Klaus, I hope. I hear a weird echo, Mike. Fix them uh, headphones. And of course, the lovely Natalia. Natalia, how are you doing? Not better than the Venezuelan that was competing at the Sky World Ski. Sorry, Ski World Championships. <laughs> I just send you. I just send you a link so you can check it out, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> meanwhile, so this. Oh my God. Hold on. Uh, let's wait until... Okay. Okay, let me see. I want to check out some... Uh, where is your link? Okay, Natalia. Oh, wait. No, I, I was just looking at the... I just opened the Bonifacio one. Oh, no, but that's not Bonifacio. That's Sonny Colbrelli. No, I mean Colbrelli. I'm sorry. Yeah. I get all my Italian uh, sprinters. Yeah, I know. I know. So, uh, Mike... Wait. I was saying that I was not better than the Venezuelan that was competing at the Ski World Championships. And the reason is that this poor dude showed up to compete in the cross-country Ski World Championships. And it was the first time in his life that he had seen snow. What? (laughs) Yep. Mike, are you with us? How is that possible? No, he's not. Can you hear me? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you guys so, hear me now? The world's the world's worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're fine. The world's worst skier. He was dubbed that. Yeah, but the reason why I'm not feeling better than he is is because after he fell down around thirty times. He went to the finish line, explained that it was the first time that he had seen snow, that he had been training back home in rollers, that he tried to go to France and train, but the people in charge of the visa didn't believe he was a skier and you know that he was training for the world championship. So apparently he didn't get the visa because of that. So oh, yeah, yeah, he showed up to the world championships and this is the first time that he sees the snow. If you look at the videos, it's kind of interesting because you can see that he barely keeps his balance. 
But he finished the 10 kilometer course. And then at the end, he was giving interviews and saying, you know what? I'm not deterred by this. I want to do this and I'm here and I'm going to do it. I was like, good for you, dude. I don't think I, I have, I will have the guts to do something like that. That was Grant, awesome. But <laughs> do you think, would they allow a guy who has never ridden a bike to ride the Tour de France? You know what well, I mean? This yeah, no, but I mean, this... world championship <laughs> and he was just allowed to race and wear number one. Well, he was, he was in the qualifiers, I think. I think it's open. Every country can send his athletes and Venezuela sent this guy. What's wrong with that? I understand the part in the bicycle race because since you're racing with other people, then you can potentially kill somebody. But this <laughs> this race, the this this cross-country ski, you go by yourself. So it's not that you can take somebody else with you. I mean, it took it, it took him longer than it is supposed to be, but it was yeah. just... I thought it's one of those stories that like, I was laughing at the beginning and then towards the end, you know what? Good for him. <laughs> that's, that, that's personality. Wow. Hey, he was smiling when he crossed the line. Wow. That's hilarious. Even though I didn't sn know snow and didn't get the opportunity to train, <laughs> I am giving it my best. <laughs> <laughs> he had never seen snow. That is bananas. I'm sorry. That is coconuts. That is coconuts. Hey, listen, okay. we have um, we have plenty to talk about, but the most important thing that we should talk about is fantasy cycling. How is the how is the Pyrenees league doing? I haven't even checked my my thingy. I checked yesterday, and I think you were half like half I, kind of then, in the middle, in the right in the middle. I'm just bonking it. That, <laughs> that thing hasn't even started for me, and I don't think it's going to start because I had a bad day. <laughs> Game uh, over. And you know the funny part? I thought that I had included an owl in my yeah. cyclists, mm -hmm. and I didn't. So yesterday when I was checking it out, I was like, oh, man, that's nice because, you know, I had an owl. And then I checked it. Uh, no, an owl. I'm like, no, I definitely have it now. And I also have a lucky <laughs> leap, which is great. Ooh, I have Kittel, which is great. But I also have uh, Richie Port. So. Oh, no, that's that's gone. Yeah. Nah, he's, yep. he's really gone. All right, Mike, how are you doing on it? I forgot to do a team. No. This is the second time this happens to you. You organize mm. the league and you forget to do a team? I know. I'm like, I'll do the league. I'll get it done later. And then I totally forgot. I would be in. I would be in first place, though. Of course. Oh yeah, That's without a doubt. Well, let me see. I am the stupid number thing. One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I am ten. Okay. Ten. Yeah, okay. evil incarnate. All right. All right. So, what do you guys want to talk about first? Do you guys want to talk about Strade and then do Pyrenees and then talk about other shit, or do you want to? tackle the other shit now and then talk about the races or uh, I'm indifferent maybe Mike? talk about cycling first and then we can <laughs> no I was, to play I was, safe and then, <laughs> in case anybody else wants to hear us talking about maybe I don't know ordering something from amazon.com and then randomly getting testosterone and then I know I know in bulk in bulk <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course of course because that makes perfect sense because a box of testosterone like that 
probably cost a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> and uh, you send shit like that uh, by mistake to the wrong address all the time. It's like, oh, we are so sorry. This happens all the time. Well, anyway, um, uh, let's talk about the Strada Bianchi then first. Okay. Um, awesome that it was raining. Beautiful that there was mud and shit. Loved it. I'm talking about the men's great race. I did not see the women's, and I feel bad for that. The women's was better. Apparently, that's well. I mean, I saw the I saw the highlights or whatever. So okay. You know, you can't really tell if it's that good, but uh, what? <laughs> what? Come on, that finish, even if no, it's no, the no. highlights, dude. I know, I know. But listen, if I show you like a finish, it's like taking out of context. It's just kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool, man. That's good. But when you're in a race and you watch the whole thing, then you're like, yeah, come on, motherfucker, go, go. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, I was doing that. <laughs> exactly. I can't five do that. Kilometers to go. I was just doing that. So you were doing that, watching the highlights. Yeah. No, you weren't. Why do you lie like that? How do you yeah. know? Because I, you, nobody does that to the highlights. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Highlights. No, it does. It was because it was exciting, even in the highlights. I'm sorry <laughs> if you don't get the excitement, but. It yeah. was pretty good. It was pretty good, but I don't know about like the excitement thing. I think it's a little, but whatever. I don't know. Tell me, tell me all about it. Then we'll start with the with the women's ladies first. I don't know. I'm bummed down now. If you, I don't care. <laughs> no. So there were a lot of attacks. Sure. But it was interesting because there was this group that had all the big name favorites in the front. So you had your Lizzie Dagnan, because she's not Armistead anymore. Dagnan, uh -huh. uh, Elisa Longo-Borghini, Cassia Niwadoma, and uh, oh, Annemiek Van Vleuten, and then Catherine Garfoot. And they were... I love like, Van Vleuten, by the way. That last name is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so they were, they were ahead and kind of sometimes working together, kind of sometimes looking at each other. And then from the group behind, Lucinda Brand launched an attack and then uh, Shara Gillow. So she went first, Gillow went first, and then a couple of seconds later, Lucinda Brand tried to follow up with her. So it was really cool because the, f the, the five in the front group, I think they thought they had it because they had the, the city on site and it was just the five of them, and there was no sign of anybody catching up. So right when before getting into the city that they have like this little climb going in, it was just funny just to see a group of five, and then you see Sharagilo flewing by them, and then after that, Lucinda Brand goes like, flew by them too, and it was just funny just to see their faces like, where are these two coming from? And they were going full gas. So then after that was just Lucinda Brand, biting uh, her tongue, I guess, and just like going full gas and then Sharagilo. They started to go inside the city when the nasty climb kick, kicks up. Yeah. And it was just very, very fun to see how they completely wonked and then they got cocked by Longorgini, Niwadoma, Dagnan, you know, like the group of, of five. So that was really, 
really nice finish. That's what I think is, it was kind of excited because at some point you thought it's like, okay, so it's going to be between these five. It's like, no, 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 it is not. Look at these two rockets coming from behind oh. that of course didn't measure their effort and completely wonked, but still it was fun to watch. And then at the end, Elisa Longo-Orghini won. I'm very yeah. happy that she did it because she's a Italian darling. And I think she has been in the podium in the past two editions or maybe in the last one. So yeah, she has been really close. Yeah. So so it is. It was, it was really nice. It was a perfect ending. And we already saw that uh, she was really strong in that other race last, mm -hmm. last weekend. One of the Dwarves Door. Dwarves Door. Dwarves Door. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, one of those races, she was yeah. attacking a lot. So I think it's like, okay, here you go. Here's your training for Strade Bianchi. So. Oh, you know what I just started doing? I started broadcasting live on Instagram without realizing that because I'm wearing headphones, people tuning in are not going to be able to hear either of you guys. <laughs> it's going to be me nodding my head and going, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep, so yep. yeah, so she crossed the finish line and then she got the mo the longer smoosh that I have seen <laughs> in a cycling celebration. Yeah, that's what I that's what I said to super weird because I didn't know if he was her husband or whatever. It's just some random dude appears all of a sudden. He looks like a fucking hippie <laughs> and just starts kissing her, but like not in the mouth, not in the cheek, kinda of like in between and she's just kind of trying to get away. It just looks super, super, super awkward. It was, it was fun. It was fun. But I think the most important part of the, of the whole thing, though, is the fact that they actually broadcast the whole race for the women's. Well, live. not was the whole race, but the, well, the final I mean, the part. Last, yeah, yeah. Like the last whatever. But that, is, that, that was huge. That was huge. Good. It was funny yeah. because I saw that, but there wasn't. And I think they were playing it safe in the sense that they didn't advertise it that much. So was mm -hmm. this casual tweet the day before saying, oh, by the way, it's going to be shown in these places, in these channels. And I said that and I read it and I, uh, I've i seen this in the past. You know, like this is going to get up. I'm going to be sitting in front of it and nothing is going to be shown because technical problem this and technical problem that. And they are never going to be able to figure it out. And they are just going to start showing the men's race, period. And maybe the crossing of the finish line for the women. Well, I was wrong. And I didn't yeah. get up to see it. <laughs> I missed it. So, and you totally missed it. Totally missed yeah. it. No, you know, but, I think um, cycling is deliberating the, this is supposed to be Women's History Month or something. Cycling, oh, yeah. I think, is doing a little bit of celebration because this is the second race in a row that has live images. So <laughs> good well, for I them. Mean, kudos, kudos to RCS. Uh, for, for doing this. I mean, and I think RCS mm -hmm. has been pushing or has been supporting women's cycling quite a bit. I mean, for a long, long time. They've had the Giro Rosa forever. And, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think, I think good for them, and, and I'm glad that they actually went through the trouble of actually creating and producing the, the, the broadcast. Um, I don't know if anybody picked it up. I don't, did Eurosport even carry it? Yeah, that was the, oh, the, oh, the thing. Eurosport was showing it, but depending on the country that you were, you had commentary or you didn't. So for the UK, I think they were just showing the, the images, but they didn't have uh, people commenting on it. I think that was the case. And then in the Netherlands, uh, I believe uh, Josie B um, was the one yeah. commentating. So, ah, ah, that is that is pretty cool, man. 
I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy about that. That's it's really, really cool, especially with a race like that. I mean, if you want to yeah. really yeah. highlight women's hike cycling, I think that a race like that is the perfect way of doing it. And, the, and you know, also it wasn't like, oh, it's women, so let's do it like 60k. It was like a 140k race, I think. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, loving it. So I don't know how much the price money was, but I hope that it was the same for men and women. You know, I used to get irritated by it, but uh, I do agree with some people that is saying is you know is having an argument saying, let us get visibility first, and then and we'll start thinking about, about the price money. We need to get you know like let us build a fan base that is big enough for us to start thinking about requesting price yeah, yeah. Uh, equality, and then. I think races are going to orbitate, orbitate towards that. I don't think it's, it's far from happening. But now I, I just care for them to show the stupid races. That's yeah, all. you'd be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. What about you, Mike? What do you have to say about the topic? I, I mean, even just the, the UCI recap that they did was, was a step in the right direction because yeah. it, it covered the whole race. There was pre- and post-race interviews. They laid out the strategy. You could see how excited the women were before the race. You could see how excited they were after. It was like it was a good synopsis of like everything that should go right in one of these races. And it was and it was better than the men's race, I think. So I think that there's a case where you could just say, why aren't we watching this alongside what we're already watching? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I think that if if no, I mean, if I would have known, I would have gotten up at five thirty in the morning and, and done that. So as I don't know. Um, so that uh, was the women's and then the men's though. Mike, why did you say that you didn't like the race though? I thought it was pretty interesting. It was fun. Mike. Uh, Mike. Sorry. I was on mute. Always always on mute. Always on mute. Mike has a girl over tonight. (laughs) I know. He's just like muting us. Ooh, sorry. Before you, before you answer Mike. Do you know that I have a section on the Stradivianchi? That is named after you? The Santa Maria section. Ha! In your face, Cancelara. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Is it longer than Cancelara's? I don't know. I just heard the guy commentating. says, okay, so the Santa Maria section. And I was like, what? Say what? <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Okay, All Mike. Right, Mike what, what's your problem with the race? Come on. My problem with what with what race? With the, with the men's race, you said. It's oh, like... oh! It was just it was it was boring. No, it wasn't. Was it? <laughs> that was last Sunday, so I really can't remember. It's almost a week ago. Oh wait, no, <laughs> that was like, two days ago. It was two yeah. days ago. <laughs> Two days ago. I mean, all right, boring. That's a bit of a, that's a bit of a stretch. It wasn't boring, yeah. but but it became clear what was happening when Kwiatkowski took off, and then and well, then. Yeah. So that the thing to me about that race is that the finish of that race is so iconic. It's so scenic. It's so like mm-hmm. exactly what you need to get started for the season because it has right. all the elements. And for one guy to just come through there a minute ahead of everyone else, it's kind of like, eh. Whereas yeah, the women's race was like, it was like a dogfight right to the end. The final sprint happened. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I can see that. I can see that. But I think that as a as, as strategy, I thought it was awesome. I thought Kwiatkowski 
basically that, that little group of dudes, it could have been any of them. And I think it's whoever, not necessarily had the best legs, but whoever actually played it right. And I think that Kiatowski played it perfectly. He looked around and realized these people are not like, right now, nobody is helping each other. They're not working together. So A, we can get caught from the back. Or B, if I take off right now, they're going to continue to argue. They're not going to chase me because they're not organized. And he did it, and he got there, and I mean, I, that was just awesome. And I like Kiatowski quite a bit, So, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It kind of is, feels like it's a little bit of a waste of, a, of, a, of an awesome finish if it's a guy by himself, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's um, what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, cool. But I, I thought it was cool that it was a group uh, out of, of four that I wouldn't have minded any of them actually winning. It would have been, I would have been just fine with any of them winning, you know. I think I was pushing for Van Avermaet a little bit harder than anybody else, but I would have been okay with uh, with any of the other three. Um, I don't know. Anything else about Strade Bianchi other than the fact that it just feels, and we say this every year, it just feels like that race has been around forever. It's just such a cool, just such a cool race. Um, I want to ask you your opinion about this. A lot of people were saying that the the race is go is it deserves to get mm -hmm. the monument status. Oh no! Come on, yeah, be around for eighty five years and then we'll talk about monuments. <laughs> there's no way. There is no way. There's there's ten races off the top of my head I could name that should be monuments before this race is a monument. Name sure, one. It's really nice. It's cool. Corner Blues is Corner. I think that race is. I think that Dwarves... Uh, dwarves uh, okay, so the monument thing has to have two components, you say? One is for how long have you had it? Yeah, yeah I mean... Kind yeah. of like the history. And what about the distance? Because that's what I saw well, a lot of people saying. is like, no, oh, you know, like, yeah, show me a monument and at least, you know, like, get close to the 200 kilometers. I don't know. Okay, fine. But, I mean, if that's the case, then Strada Bianca can just be like, all right, we just added an extra 80K. that uh monument. Nah, I think that... I think that... It, listen, it's not like somebody sat down and decided one day, like, oh, we need something called the monuments. Who should we... No, it just developed over time. That's just what people... You know, it's not like the three tenors that were like, hey, let's have a tour together and call ourselves the three tenors. No, this thing just kind of evolved out of, you know, just just over time. I, I, I don't think that anybody can, you know, unlike the, the, the Grand Tour situation, which obviously we all know there's four Grand Tours. Um, <laughs> unlike the Grand Tour situation, I think the monument thing is something that just happens. Somebody can't just decide, yeah, that's a monument now. Mike, if you have the power to decide or to give the monument status to Strade Bianche, will you do it? Too so it's too soon. Okay. Too I soon. agree. I mean, it, I think eventually. Okay. But it would, yeah. I think what Dan's saying is that it would it would undermine the notion of what a monument is because then everyone, then you'll be like, why isn't my race a monument? You know, just okay. It it would have to be earned, I think, over a longer period of time. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. I don't care. I have a section on it. And and I don't think yeah I don't think that is I don't think that is something that you earn either. It's just something that just happens. It's just but it's not it's never going to happen. There's five monuments. That's it. There can't be any more. They just cannot. It, 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 it's just stupid to have like oh yeah this I, I'm still gold. It's not a monument. Right. 
And the okay. reason it's not a monument is because it just started, like, when was it? Like, 83 or something like that? I don't know. Or no, actually, I can't remember. But it's new. It's a newer race. It's a much newer race. So when they were deciding, when people were talking about monuments, that wasn't even in the radar. So, I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. It's, it's a good conversation to have, but I think it's just a silly hypothetical because it's not going to happen. And even if it happens... How is how are people gonna know? What, are they gonna send a tweet and be like, "Hey, everybody, it's a monument now." And I'm I don't know. Like, maybe hey, they get, no, it is. maybe they are going to get the other monuments to support it. What do you know? Oh yeah, right. like like yeah, they can go and say we are hundred percent behind. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, if, if the other five monuments have to vote, <laughs> Milan San Remo would vote yes because they're owned by the same company, <laughs> and that's it. That is it. <laughs> They um, will start tweeting, supporting. Actually, no, I think Lombardia is also owned by them. So they may have okay. two votes. Enough of that silliness. Next. Uh, next, we have Paris-Nice. Are we um, going to talk about the GP in Larciano? Oh, if you want to, go ahead. I didn't I didn't see it. Okay. I, I just know that Uran was in the... In the... Oh, I mean, that's that's the whole that's the whole thing. Uran, did you watch it, Mike? No, Mike, did you? He's a mute. No, nope, I'm. Mute. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Guys, I did, I did not. I, oh, you have, did not. I have zero uh, watchers right now on the live broadcast. Meh. Zero you're, I think you think you're more popular than you really are, my darling. <laughs> no, I'm I, sorry think it's, it's, it I think it's the time of day. Because yeah, if you sure. think about it, like, who's on, on social media right now? People are having dinner, watching movies, you know. And in Europe, right now, people are, like, zonked, sleeping. So I think this is the time of year. Warning. Okay, so... For the time, the time. I didn't last time, and we went 25. a little bit over. So I'm back to my policing oh. duties. I, I don't I don't give a shit about going over, but go ahead. Okay, so with the GP Larciano, mm -hmm. it was nice because Arredondo showed up again. He did a nice oh, move, so it was like, ooh, good to have you back, Arredondo. Then, uh, yeah, we had a bunch of uh, Colombians, Wait, so it was... Arredondo Egan. is racing for what? Nipo, Vini. Yeah. yeah, Nipo, Vini, Fantini. Yeah, yeah, then right. Egan Bernal showed up too, so it was nice. There was a, a front group that uh, from where they final uh, like a final group from when the winner came so in that group was Arredondo was Egan Bernal uh -huh. uh, and then Uran at some point and then Nairo was uh, in the back so yeah. at the end it was a sprint at the end four people came to the line so it was Adam Yates Richard Carapaz from Movistar who has an awesome last name yeah, and then Uran and Uran had also Clark with, with him. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the four of them entered the final stretch and Clark set it uh -huh. up beautifully for Uran, man. And Uran couldn't just finish. Be and this is not the first time that happens to him. Yeah, definitely not. It was, so Adam Yates won it. And then the second one was Richard Carapaz from the Movistar. I think this is the first season of Carapaz as a World Tour rider. So that was pretty good. That was ah. pretty good. And it was Mike. funny to see it too, because Adam Yates crossed the finish line and then Carapaz was close enough, but not enough so he could 
overtake Jade's wheel and he kept going even after he crossed the finish line. So I thought it was, oh, that's good for you. you know, like, just in case, maybe he's going to celebrate too soon. Maybe I can snitch. <laughs> it was nice. It was nice. But yeah, it was, it was sad to see Uranio. Like he, get, he got it on a silver platter and then lost it. And I think it, this happened to him also back in Lombardia and last year in that uh, GP Montreal or whatever that he, yeah, yeah, that, that, that kick up that he used to have in terms of speed, I, I just it's just not it. there anymore. I don't know. Yep. And um, uh, the other thing that I noticed in this, and just by looking at the Bahrain Merida team, I was... They, the, the owners of that team and also the owners of the other one with the Emirates, <laughs> they have they have a lot of you know like horses for the for you know like race horses. I was wondering the other the other day, do you think that they look at the cyclists as kind as of horses? you know like race horses, kind of like I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think maybe they do. I do. <laughs> okay. I know, that, I know. Listen, in Japan, in Japan, the Kirin. Uh, Bike racers mm-hmm. are totally, totally treated like horses. First of all, they're pumped with every fucking type of steroid there is. And there's, I saw a documentary about it when, when I lived there. Oh my God, they treat those people like animals. So hmm. it makes sense, you know? Yeah, it's, it's one of those weird things. Countries. That... Listen, I'm wondering if, no... if they get together in their club or whatever and they start talking about performance of their of their horses of their horses yeah i don't it was fine and the other thing that i noted is that the the uae kit the emirates kit yeah yeah, yeah. it's really shitty no it's not really shitty it's a d- different design the one that mike was telling last time that he really liked because he mm-hmm. had the skyline of dubai the skyline is not there anymore and it's just the the flag of the united arabs oh, emirates man, man. so i don't like make up your freaking mind which one is it i don't know. <laughs> i don't know and uh, yeah that's that's it that i have from from that from that race is it is it worth for me to look for uh for the race and somewhere else and watch it uh, i mean you, if you <laughs> happen to stumble on it yeah sure it, yeah, I mean, for yeah, a colombian I'll... for a colombian is nice because you get a lot of them in the front so at some points it's like man this is going to be colombian win but yeah, it doesn't happen. <laughs> but in typical Colombian form, they fucked it up. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. So yeah, let's go to Parinis. Parinis. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, that first stage was nuts. Insane. I know. Super, super kooky. Um, I loved it. I know they said it a million times on TV, but it was like, uh, it, it was uh, like a, like a, like a monument, <laughs> like <laughs> like a classic. Um, I mean, just the crosswinds, the rain, Contador being back there, Pantano working for like hours for basically nothing. Um, great. I mean, I loved it. And then also all the sprinters in the front group, like <laughs> like five k to go. They're like, yeah, we're not gonna make it. So good on on FDJ. They were like five of them were in that front group. Uh, if it was strategy or luck, either way, good for them and good for Arnaud Demar. Man, I'm super, super, super amped. I thought that was classy, classy, classy win by them, definitely. And I mean, of course, Alaphilippe, awesome. Not only is he in my 
fantasy team, but he's also one of my favorite writers. So I think that, honestly, that stage number one already decided the winner of Paris, and I think it's going to be Julian Alaphilippe, personally. Okay. I don't know. It was also a bummer to not see Enao wearing the the Colombia champions jersey. I mean, he was wearing it, but under the jacket. So that was a little bit of a bummer. Yep, I have that in my notes too for both yeah. stage one and stage two. Yep. So yeah, looking yeah. forward to seeing that jersey because on it the looks road. it looks super nice. It reminds me of the old cycling inquisition jerseys that Klaus made. Uh, <laughs> But no, it was just so, it looks so classy, just so nice and stuff like that. And I know that people are really down on Team Sky right now. And I'm not going to say that I just love Team Sky because there's basically three Colombians involved. If any of this stuff pans <laughs> out to be something, there will be Uran and the two Enaos will be, hmm. uh, you know, part of the, they were, they were, they'll be part of the shit fest, shit fe- or shit storm rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying that. And obviously, I already talked about uh, Michal Kwiatowski and how much I like him and stuff like that. I am not a Sky lover, if anything. I'm exactly the opposite. I, that team bothers me quite a bit. I think that Wiggins and Froome are huge tools. Um, but, so I don't want to come out as like, oh, Sky, Sky, Sky. Right now, I'm coming out as, and now, and now, and now. And also, <laughs> wearing the the jersey and I, I said I said last episode it, it means a lot to me that a European quote unquote um, is wearing is wearing the Colombian uh, national championship champions jersey so good for it now I'm, I'm happy and I don't, I, mean, I don't know anyway it's second stage same thing happens it ended up coming back together and then Colberelli got the stage which is good I like it when like dudes that have been Basically, you know, if you're like in your mid-20s and you still haven't made it, quote-unquote, it, it seems to me that it's like you just kind of start losing, like, uh, faith that you're ever going to make it. And then this guy, I mean, first he jumps onto a team like, well, Lamprey at the time that he got signed. And then he wins a stage in Paranese. Wow. That's that's so I mean you can see it in his face how excited he was a great sprint I never thought well not never but for those six or seven seconds I did not think he was gonna make it I thought he was gonna basically run out of gas and somebody was gonna come around him because he started so early he started that sprint so early but he made it and I love it loved it and yeah Good deal, good deal. I'm I'm liking Paris Nice so far. I'm liking it. I also like that Richie Port <laughs> might as well just fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how those guys do that. I mean, okay, so if you're if you're there as a domestique, then it doesn't matter if you're like 134 and 58 minutes back after the first stage. Who cares, right? But if you're there leading your team, right, then what, what what do you have left? Oh, are you gonna? Oh, I'm gonna go for a stage. I'll be like, the fuck with this weather. I'm just gonna quit and jump in a plane and go somewhere else, where it's warm. I don't know. I just or I'll just fly down to Nice and I'll see you guys there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they <laughs> do it, but whatever. So yeah, Paris. So far, so good. I'm liking it. 
I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Um, so let's move on to the Team Sky Wait, thing. you're not going to let Mike oh, talk about Parinis? I don't know. Mike hasn't been like talking that much. Uh, he's, uh, he's <laughs> Dude, just like give him a chance at least. Okay, Mike, what do you have to say about Parinis? Watch him say nothing. I will see. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to add. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that it's going to continue to be this good, but it's been, it's been great. Okay, Mike, if you want to, if you had to define what sort of writer Demar is, will you classify him as a sprinter or as a, I don't know, I'm having trouble putting him in, okay, what type of racer you know, are you, Demar? To, he still has to, he has to figure it out on his own. Right now, he, I mean, he thinks, I think the team thinks of him as a, as a sprinter. Because the guy was able to hang he, on to Alaphilippe. Alaphilippe. No, Alaphilippe. Like I know, I yeah, know. I'm he's... thinking he's a little bit more like a Degenkolb type. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, think about what other sprinter could have kept up with Alaphilippe there. Definitely not Kittle, not Greipel. Greipel weighs three times what Alaphilippe <laughs> Yeah. Weighs. So... Um, yeah, not, not Cavendish. Uh, what's the name of the dude that never finishes races? The French guy that punches people. Um, oh, Buhani, and he uh, Buhani, Buhani <laughs> abandoned this stage, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he does. He never. I don't. Know. Buhani like like finishes fifty percent of the races that he starts. Some of them he abandons because it's too cold. It's not blah blah blah. It's not for me. Some of them he gets kicked out of because he punches people. He breaks his hand, so he doesn't even start in races. Like he's, I don't, I don't, man. If I were French, I would be like, can we not have this guy anymore? Can we just like, like kick him out of France and just have him race under like another nationality? Because he's he's so embarrassing. What about uh, Bardet getting kicked out for hanging onto the car? That's amazing. I love. Yeah, right. I loved it. I mean, it's think about this: French race, French team. I know. French writer. And one of the most famous French writers. I mean, he's like a French superstar, which is not saying much, but they, they fucking threw him out of the race. That's amazing. Yeah. That's I like his reaction. I think that's the best part of it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Yeah. And the yeah that's the best way like, to him. We own it. We didn't know, you know, we were we were crazy and we tried it. We did something, whatever. What I wanted him to say, though, is, you know, if we were faced with the same situation again, we would try it again because <laughs> yeah, more often than not, you get away with it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but but I good. didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it was it was you know the proverbial magic spanner. They, they were they were yeah. it was it was in there and he was. It looked like he was at least doing something. It's not like he got in the car, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which AG2R has done before. <laughs> the only thing that bugs me about these sort of decisions is that really depends on how strict the commissars that you get at the races yes. are. Yeah, but, but I mean, but... I, I, I come from the world of football where, I mean, you know, soccer. Oh, yeah. That happens too. It, it's it's mm-hmm. all up to the commissars and it's all up to the, to the referee. And you, it's part of the strategy to know how far you can push certain things. I, I think that yeah. I think that in, in, even in American football, you can look at the uh, uh, oh that ref over there, that guy over there. He's he's okay with like 
harder yeah. hits than this other guy. You know, it just it, it, it's part of the strategy, and I think that's fine. I think that bending the rules like that has just been part of sports forever, and I don't see a problem. I don't, I don't even see a problem with what they did. I also don't see a problem the fact that they got caught and they got thrown out. Um, it was just hilarious. <laughs> it was just funny to see that dude was like, "Wee!" <laughs> like, <laughs> man, I want to go out on a ride like that. I'm doing like 80 miles an hour and shit. I think I think the fact that it was so early in the race means that Demar must have thought if I don't get back into this race, my race is over. So that uh, this is my only option. And then the fact that it was so early in the race meant that the commissaires were like, "All right, we're not going to allow this to happen on our watch. We're going to set a precedent." Set up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then just be like, if I if if the French guys can kick out the French rider on the French team, then anyone yeah, is fair. Exactly, game. anybody's yeah. fair game, and yeah, they're establishing the the, the rules. I, it, it's fine. I mean, the whole thing is it's it's not a huge scandal or anything like that. It was just it was cool. It's also neat that they did it right afterwards. They didn't wait until forever and they deliberated whatever. Right. It's like right after, boom. Here's the decision, and you're out of the race. And the whole team was like, "Well, we're sorry. Bye." So no, that's good. My other takeaway from this race is that the FDJ kit does not have enough red on it. So when, in, when the weather's bad, I think that they're AG2R. Okay. And then I get confused. AG2R or Quickstep? Or Quickstep. But AG2R, for a while I was following the wrong guy. And then I was like, where is the red? Didn't this kit used to be like 50-50 red and blue? No, nowadays it's just uh, 50-50 white and blue. And right. The, the red little thing. 40 minutes into the podcast we are now. Oh, actually, you know what? And now that you you said that, Mike, it reminded me of, of something else. Um, I am. I keep wondering, and I keep jotting it down, but then I don't remember to say it during the podcast. We have all these, like, silly, stupid uh, things that we say over and over and over again. And... I'm wondering if people like listen to it for the first time or the second time. They're like, why are they laughing about herpes? Herpes is not funny. Like, no, it's knee herpes because of Betancourt and, you know, like this and that. And I was thinking if one of these days we should actually just go through all of those things and just explain to people where they came from in case they don't know or in case they don't even remember. And what made me think about it, though, was your fridge. When we refer to like, oh, that Mike's fridge worthy or whatever. <laughs> With the AG2R kit, the original ag2r brown and and light blue kit how you wanted to put it in your fridge so i don't know maybe for for some other time we can we can think about that and just think about all the stupid little silly things that we always say we like, need to hire a historian wow. for this oh no i, I I'm, I'm a historian believe me i've been okay. i've been here for every single episode except for one <laughs> okay one episode i've I, Did I you guys watch the other race that was taking place? I think it was Belgium mm. on on Sunday. So it was Parini's, the GP Lachiano, and then there was another Duars Door, something West Flanders. I think it was. Is there enough? Is there enough races to go around? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this one was funny, and I, I just want to mention it because ah. the the I'm going to start. A, a list of sore losers in cycling for the year. And uh, in this one, the two people were disputing the, the, the win. It was Dillier Sylvain, Dillier Sylvain from oh. BMC, and then yeah. Van Emden from uh, the Lotto Jumbo. Oh, yeah. I, Did I you heard see about that? This. And then just it ended up, the, the commissaires ended up being like, yeah, shut up. No. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know if he was, he was really, really upset. And the, the thing was that Dillier was trying to get Van Emden to work. And Van Emden was like, hell no, you're better than me sprinting. I'm just going yeah, to do but... my thing. I'm going to play my cards the way, the best way yeah. possible. And then Dillier was really, really sore about it. I mean, Van Emden went actually to like, try to shake hands with him afterwards and, and he was just walking away and not uh, looking at him. I and man, like, really? Are you going to resent him because he played his choices better? That's just sad. It's the same thing that Greipel did when he was in this, like, hit moment with Gaviria in Agarve. So I have those two so far. I have Andre Greipel in the Agarve when he lost against Gaviria. And I have Dillier now. With, yeah, uh, because yeah. of losing to Van Enden. We'll see how many of those if, I can if collect. That race, if that race ended in a sprint like that, then I just... Is it worth watching? No, it was just like that That last last part. And if you want to the, this guy, Hansen Lassie Hansen? Norman. No, Hansen oh, Lassie, Hansen Norman. Lassie Norman. Yeah, yeah. I, I kept laughing whenever they say Lassie, Lassie. I keep thinking of the dog in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Border Collie. <laughs> Just like keep that's a very old. Mind. That's a very old TV show. Only Mike knows about that. Okay, so I kept thinking about it. It was fun because he was trying to catch the. He was trying to catch Van Endem and and Dillier, and it was just it was these sort of suicide missions that sometimes you get to watch <laughs> in cycling. So it was. It was nice. It was cute. It's like yeah, good effort, good effort. He got he got him into the podium, but yeah, it wasn't gonna happen. So, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Uh, that was just that my sword yeah. loser competition had has a new entrant. So we have 15 minutes uh, where we can talk about that. Uh, what's the name of that thing? Hammer. Uh, the Hammer thing? series. The Hammer. Yeah, what is that? Series. That's the stupidest thing in the world. If you could actually like, if stupidity could like somehow realize itself into an event. That's what those would be. Um, okay, so the idea Why is... Why do you have to be so positive about everything? Ah, fuck, I'm not positive about anything. <laughs> I fucking hate everything. <laughs> right, so the idea is that... Uh, what's the name of that? Velon or whatever? Velon, Velon. Yep. Yeah. So the, 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 the group of, of team owners or whatever. But then I found out that they actually owned by another company. Like Velon is actually part of a larger company. So they're not even independently, it's not even independently run by the teams. And then they come up with this idea of like, yeah, we're gonna have this series, whatever. And it's gonna be like five races in two days and there's gonna be a sprinters one and they're gonna have like a team thing and we're gonna have like a, like a, a fucking talent competition and then like a swimsuit fucking thing. It's, it's ridiculous. It's the stupidest thing ever. It's not even races. They're trying to like reinvent cycling to make it more um, viewer-friendly, which I fucking hate that term, viewer-friendly. Fuck it, dude, the sport is the sport. I'd be like, hey, you know what? From now on, it's gonna be only one out for every inning in baseball, you know, so that it's more like spectator-friendly. <laughs> no, no, you don't do that. You don't fucking all of a sudden start like having fucking bike weighing competitions and who can make the fucking longest willy and shit. It's just stupid it's just dumb it's retarded i hate it i hate the idea of it i hate that cyclists are gonna have to do it because their teams are gonna tell them because of money i hate everything about it every single thing about it i hate it 
And the thing is that the way that they are going to decide the winner, they keep telling that it's a team effort. So they are going to have a day that is sprint oriented, then another one that is for climbers, then another one that I don't remember what it is, but they say that it's it's supposed to be a team effort. So it's not yeah, it's the, about the, the, all all, the whole good strategy. Okay, so domestics, you sacrifice yourself. So we get the first line, first guy on the line. That's not how this is going to play out. It's more the whole team. If yeah. I understood correctly, I really, I just Did started reject. reading. It's like, oh man, I don't have time for this. They and then wanna, just close it. They want to make it, they want to make it be like, they're trying to think like, oh, think of football. There's one team. And, you know, when the team wins, everybody, it's not like, you don't say like, oh, this one guy won. No, you say the team won. It, it, the whole thing is ridiculous. And it's really sad that it's coming from people that know cycling. So they should know better. It makes me think of the shows in TV when they had this yes. group of people and they have to yes. go to these crazy tests. Yes. Towards the end, that's funny. If they yeah. put the music like that, it's like okay, let's go, let's go to the cycling circus. It's, so. I I originally called it with my brother monster truck racing. That's what it is. <laughs> it seems like a competition, but in reality, it isn't. Okay. Hmm. It, it it's reality TV. If if cyclocross is putt putt golf of cycling or whatever, then <laughs> I think that this hammer time bullshit it would be the the. Uh, the circus. The circus. Can we call it, can we call it the hammer circus? Can we call oh, yeah. it? Good job, thinking, man. I, I like it. I was thinking of the reality hammer, but I think <laughs> No, no, no. I vote for Mike's name. Hammer Circus is a thing now because I just wrote it down. And I just started a Twitter account called Hammer Circus. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that the episode, I think the episode will be also also be called um, Hammer Circus. Okay. <laughs> no, so, I have a question for you too. Okay. Shoot. And then can I ask cat agility questions too? Oh yeah, cat agility is very important. Does cat agility exist also? Like, like, like I know that the, they have the Purina has the dog agility shows and stuff. Yeah, Mike, that's... they also have competitions for cat agility. Yes. No, cats would cats won't do that. Yes, yeah, they will... do, Mike. They <laughs> do, the and that's the whole yeah, point. This is a movement that looks equality that is looking for equality for cats. Because if the <laughs> damn dogs have the Westminster show and no, no, the agility no, contest, cats need to have... have them too. They are pets no. too. I know, but listen, the Westminster actually looks at like the dogs as, as a breed, which I know they have like breed shows for cats as well. I'm talking yeah. about yeah. the agility ones, like the catch the frisbee and go through the tunnel yeah. hole and all they that. Have they have that for cats. Google no, it. A cat, a cat would be like, how about you do that first and I'll watch yeah. you do that. No, no, no. But that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing I'll that they have different that. rules set up for the agility concepts to cats because they have to accommodate the need to trick the cats to do it. So that's that's this so because they say like look. Yeah. So the prize is still and, the and that is not even a guarantee that the cat is going to do it. So that's the as that the that they say be. they have an obstacle course and the, the the cat has to do it quickly and has to do it flawlessly. But they have to lure the cat with a toy on a string because the idea is to make the cat thinking that he's hunting rather than yeah. weighing what you're telling him to do. Yeah, of course. And what, they, what one of the trainer says is that some cats, if they see something that looks like a mouse or a bird, something that they can catch, 
then they are going for it 100%. You know, like they are in the chase. And he says, but others are just well-fed and have everything and they just don't do it because yeah. why the hell? Yeah. You know, like, why am I going to do this? Hmm. So it is, a, it is a nice balance for that. Yeah. Maybe they're like my dog where um, he starts freaking out in the, in the back window if he sees, let's say, a, some sort of bird in the, right in the, back, in the backyard. So I open the door and he takes off after the bird and then the bird takes off. And as we all know, birds, when they fly, they go up. <laughs> but Botas is too stupid to look up. <laughs> what so is he it? thinks, what is he it? thinks they, win, they look down. So he just stands there and looks at the ground like, where the hell did this thing go? It just smells yeah. around. Where is it? Where like is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. I love it. So I, love it. I was thinking when I was reading this and you mm -hmm. have like these two different types of cats the ones that are going to go for it because they have that hunting instinct in them mm -hmm. and you can fool them and then you have the other ones that are like wait a minute do i actually need to put the effort for this can we classify cyclists in those two groups or do you think that all cyclists uh... are the hunters get goers or we can have these other ones that's like you know nah. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually an interesting thought. Uh, hmm. And cats. They are there is some, there is some I writers. Say, I have to say. I just don't think that there's a lot of writers, though, that really are go-getters. Like, or, even, or even going farther than that. Can we classify cyclists, cyclists sorry, between this is a cat sort of cyclist or a dog sort of cyclist? Oh, I, will take the... you, I, will, I will go farther than that. I'll tell you breeds of dogs. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So give me, give me, so let's do the exercise. Give me oh, one shit. name that you think should be in the cat category and what name that should be in the dog category uh, in terms of how they are. Okay, okay. I got, like, I got one. We don't I got know. one writer. I got one writer for sure. He's a cat. Ready? Oscar Gato. <laughs> I have a cat. I have a cat. Who? Um, Chris Horner. Oh, he, mm. he looks like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and and I would I would say a rider like Joe Dombrowski. Okay. Has feline qualities. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll give you dogs. Uh, I think Tom Bonin is a dog. <laughs> uh, no, definitely. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philippe Gilbert is definitely a dog. Um, oh, you know who else is a cat? I, I think about it and maybe you'll agree with me. I think Quintana may be a cat. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a sphinx. He's, he's quiet. <laughs> yeah, he just, you know. I, I mean, have a question for you, Mike. Window. Yeah. What's that breed of cats that's kind of the equivalent of the Sharpie of dogs? Sharpie, Sharpie? Of Sharpie. Dogs? The ones that I have the, the all wrinkled face. Yeah, that's my little girl. Buddy? My first dog was one of those. And she... But they the have hair, a cat the... that looks like that. That's yeah, the, squashed, the hairless cat? Squashed face. The hairless cat? No, the squashed face cat. Oh, oh, like a Scottish fold or a uh, Persian? Oh, Persian. my gosh, Mike, you're such a connoisseur. I'm just writing it down <laughs> so I can oh, Google it. Everybody knows about the Persian. <laughs> well, not the Persian, but then like these no hair cats and stuff that's just... Uh, Amazing to me to see. And it's also amazing because when they were interviewing the cat person, asking mm -hmm. asking him how long it took them to actually get a cat show 
in the Westminster like show. Oh yeah. And he was saying is I know it took us a long time, but you know, these cats deserve to be here too. And he says, and we are more open than the dogs because we have a category that is the house cat. So you don't need to have <laughs> a oh, formal yeah. a formal breed. So a house cat can compete for show and can compete in agility too. Something that I don't think is open for dogs. So good no, for cats. Good yeah. for cats, man. Yeah. Whatever. I went to the Westminster uh, <laughs> one year uh, when I was living in New York and I was in the office one day and, you know, one of those emails somebody sent like, hey guys, I have extra tickets to the Westminster show tonight. I can't go. First person in my office gets them. And I just took off around, got to this lady's office, got the tickets. And then I was like, shit, what if my girlfriend can't go? I don't know what I'm going to do, whatever. She could go. She ended up going. Dude, it was amazing. We had, <laughs> it was really good tickets. And it was just amazing. People were like cheering and stuff. It's the um, the year that, uh, well, now it's not so cool. But it was um, uh, Bill Cosby's dog one. Um, really? Yeah. Bichon Frise. Yeah, yeah. So I, then it was really cool, but now it's not so cool. Okay, to wrap it up with the cat uh, talk. Yes, please. Can we say that Circus Hammer or Hammer Circus? What's the Hammer name? Circus. Hammer the Hammer Circus. Circus. Is that an event that is for cats or for dogs? Yeah, I guess it's a <laughs> fucking event for, I don't know, what's floofier than cats or dogs? It's an event for like miniature poodles. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a you put on a show you know like, i'm just thinking like if you want to say your cyclists what which ones you send you said your feline your cat cyclists or you, you send, send your dog cyclists you send, or you send you know who you send you send all your stagiaire sta stagiaires is that the word the interns stagiaire? yeah exactly intern all your interns and your masseuse and your chef and the, and the bus driver that's what you send. Okay. And be like, there you go, guys. Have, have some fun. Here's some jerseys. Good luck fitting into them, fatties. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of jerseys and all that stuff, shit, I can't believe I forgot about this. The pre-sale for the Speed Metal Cycling Kits is coming this week, bitches. What? It's coming this week. So, you guys, keep an eye out. Um... What is that called? Twitter, Speed Metal Cycle, and Instagram, Speed Metal Cycle. And then check it out, man. It's coming. It's, it's happening. It's happening. Um, Got I can't believe I fucking forgot to say that at the beginning. But whatever. Speed Metal Cycle. Uh, save, save the best for last. That's the reason. No, because by now nobody's listening. Everybody's like, ah, fuck <laughs> Well, they missed it then. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and remember, there's going to be a competition. Um... Between the loud Save by the Bell kits and the more uh, elegant white kit, and we're gonna go see who wins. And if, meaning which one sells better, and if the white one sells better, then Mike, Klaus, and myself owe Natalia a dinner. Hmm. But if it's the other way around, Natalia owes each one of us a dinner. <laughs> Do you take Blue Apron or Blue Apron or what's yeah, the there you service? Yeah, Blue Apron my way. I'm good. I'm good. Just make sure that you take the... Oh Amazon Patri. My wife just brought me a cookie that she just baked. My wife just baked fucking cookies and she brought me some Okay, cookies. and just lastly, and before we leave, I have to ask you a question. So I don't know if you guys saw that Lefebvre, the owner or manager of the Quick Step, 
yeah. team. Let's he says it. that he's yeah. going to, he, he just give himself four months to find a new sponsor or call it quits. And that if he sees any of his current racers talking to other people or trying to no, let's secure yeah. something in case things don't pan out, then he will just not consider them for what is coming up. And he <laughs> yeah. was he was kind of winking at the Chinese and uh, Arabs because mm -hmm. when he was being interviewed, he was saying, yeah, you know, apparently there is a lot of interest from these places. And yeah. uh, I don't think Quickstep is going to be able to pull this by itself. So it's kind of those men. I've seen that they have big money. Wow. And I have talent, no, so I need to get me some of that pie. So in terms of a strategy, why do you think this is a good strategy, bad strategy? I just think that uh, I don't understand why you're doing this. But it's listen for me. Uh, teams in cycling come and go. We all know that, and it's happened before many times. But there's one team that it really hurt me when it happened was Euskaltel. When Euskaltel Euskadi left. It felt like there was a hole. I, I still think there's a hole in the peloton because they left. If Quickstep disappears, holy shit. That'll be like Movistar disappearing. I mean, this team has been around for fucking ever. They've given us the absolute best Paris-Roubaix finishes ever. Have all, we're all like Mape and, and Quickstep. And so if, if this team disappears, it would really, really hurt me. I think that him putting, giving himself four months, that's that's not really him giving himself four months. That's actually him telling everybody else that might be interested. It's like, uh, you better get in on the game and we, st we better start talking because, you know, like otherwise people are just going to be like, ah, yeah, no, I'll get to it. It's just putting, putting a deadline on potential sponsors. I cannot believe that a Belgian company wouldn't be interested in, in sponsoring this team. I just cannot believe. Right. Yeah. How could you not? I mean, I know a lot of people said, well, Tom Bonin is retiring. Then so if you're following your line of thought, isn't he just crying wolf then? Is it going to no, no, do oh, anything? Okay. Quick step. Quick step is definitely pulling, pulling out. Um, I think that he's going to have a sponsor before the four months. And if not, he will say like, yeah, that's it. At the end of the season, we're done with the team. And then somebody else will come up and tell him like, hey, Here's some money. And then he'd be like, oh, yeah, I meant six months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I listen. Okay. The people, por la plata baila el perro, right? Or el mono. Por la plata baila el mono. The monkey. When, when it comes to money, people are going to do whatever the hell they want to. So he can say all he wants for four months. I'll come in with a couple million and um, he'll freaking sell me the thing or allow me to sponsor them. Okay. Yeah. Fill, fill your freezer with quick step jerseys. Uh, start. <laughs> Hurry up. All right, dudes. Anything else anybody wants to say? Not really. Nope. This is the best fucking chocolate chip cookie I've ever had in my life. <laughs> God, it's so good. You don't even know. You guys would be, oh, it's like falling off my fingers because it's so like warm and oozy and delicious. Ah. Uh. Well, right. it's, it's nice to see that you're enjoying something. How is your arm going? I saw some pictures on Instagram that you were getting. Oh, I am. Today. I, I actually broadcasted live while I was getting tattooed. Ooh. Um, <laughs> um, it was painful. I did a four and a half hour sitting today. And after like 
three, three and a half hours, your body is just like, I can't take anymore. And it just, yeah. So it was very, very painful. Can you but, pass out from the pain? Yeah. Wait, a lot of people do. Okay. Yeah. It's not, it's not uncommon for people to pass out. How many sittings do you have to do to have it done? Is uh, it done one or? Oh, uh, well, because what I'm getting done is really, really big. It's probably going to be maybe four sittings. Ouchie. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not only a lot of pain, it's a lot of time, but it's a lot of money. A lot of money. I bet. I bet. So, so I'm selling my record collection. For it. Oh. <laughs> no, not all of it. I'm keeping Slayer. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Mike, if we were uh, paying you by the uh, by the word, we would have paid you like maybe $3 this episode. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> you with Pay, mute? You, you send it to Venmo, Venmo me, three bucks. Oh, <laughs> I'm serious. Get out of $3. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you so All much. Right. Everybody for listening. Come back um, next Monday. I mean, we're going to be recording next Monday, which means you're probably going to see this either late Monday night or early Tuesday morning. Remember and to tell Klaus. Um, yeah, tell Klaus. He, he didn't get the memo last time, so. <laughs> he never gets the memo. He pretends he doesn't get memos. Um, yeah, speedmetalcycling.com. Keep an eye out for the uh, pre-sale for both of those um, kits. And remember, kids, remember, please. Everybody listening? All right. HealthIQ.com slash <laughs> Speed Metal Cycling. Check it out. Check it out. All right. All right. We are out of here. Peace.